parents have dropped the ball in education. Parents are not involved as much as I need to be. These are all things that I hear from teachers all the time. While we do have an issue on parent involvement, I challenge you to think about what you can do in the classroom to combat this. This answer becomes easy when we realize that parents are the main motivators in their child's lives. NPR, which is the National Reading Panel, found that the five pillars of reading, phonemic awareness, phonics, fluency, vocabulary, and comprehension, all help to improve student achievement. But if all these uh, components are in the curriculum that we're using and our babies are still failing, why? what is the reason, right? The proponents of the science of reading, reading uh, believes that motivation is the missing piece in student achievement. Hello, welcome back to another bonus episode of Chill in Elementary. I am your host, Mr. Teach, and today's topic is for this literature review is motivation. I do have a uh, corresponding PowerPoint presentation that I created on uh, Patreon. This would be good if you're a leader and you want to pass it along to the teachers in your school building or just tell them to uh, listen to the podcast. So let's jump into it. The essential questions that uh, I want you to think about are. How does motivation impact literacy achievement and what intrinsic and extrinsic motivators do you use to promote literacy achievement in the classroom? Uh, Guthrie and Clauda conducted a study to examine the extent that language arts instruction embedded with explicit supports for student engagement and motivation in forms of concept oriented reading instruction or CORI. Increases information text comprehension and student motivation in comparison with traditional instruction. Now, for those people that are uh, research buffs, have some demographics that I want to go over. So uh, this study uh, contained 615 uh, grade seven students attending four middle schools in the rural uh, public school district of a mid-Atlantic state during the 2010-2011 school year. There were 11 reading and language arts teachers, about 75% of the population, uh, sample population was European American, uh, 17% was African American, 20% of those students were eligible for free and reduced uh, price meals. On the presentation, you will be able to see the comparison between uh, the sample Uh, the student sample and the total seventh grade population. Although the researchers do not claim that the sample represents the school uh, district, you can see by the graph that uh, by the graph that the demographics are similar. The design that the researchers used to conduct this study was switching replications, experimental design, which had each student participate in the treatment group and the control group. The implementation of the treatment is repeated and or or replicated. The statistical analysis that they use was a repeated measure measures ANOVA and a multiple regressions. While I did go over the demographics, design and statistical analysis, the important information I want you to gain from this bonus episode are these four motivational engagement supports that they used in the study. The researchers noted that during Corey implementation, teachers provided four motivational engagement supports. 
competence support, providing choice, emphasizing importance of reading and arranging collaboration, which were formulated by four frameworks, autonomy, support for intrinsic motivation, emphasis on support. I'm sorry, emphasis on importance for valuing reading, success and goal setting for self-efficacy and collaborative activities for social motivation. Autonomy support for intrinsic motivation refers to teachers providing their students with choice and input during their lessons and activities. Emphasis on importance for valuing for valuing reading refers to teachers sharing how the information in the text immediately benefits the readers. Success and goal setting for self-efficacy refers to how students preserve, I'm sorry, persevere through activities and setting their own realistic goals. Finally, collaborative activities for social motivation refers to how teachers and students engage with each other, as well as how students interact amongst themselves. There was also this study put simply when students experienced, experienced relevance, personal meaning, competence in handling complex text and shared interpersonal relationships, they were energized to process the structures and connections and informational texts relatively deeply. So my question that I want you to reflect on is how teachers, how can we better implement the four motivational engagement supports? So I did a little bit more digging into each of them and found a few a few articles that gave me some ideas to do that. So I want to start off with arranging, arranging collaboration. Lee Jansen and Wobbles, I hope I'm saying their name correctly, conducted a study to identify obstacles affecting the effectiveness of collaborative learning. They interviewed students and teachers, asking them what they perceived as the obstacles. They identified four frequently occurring obstacles. Let me tell you what those are. The first obstacle was lack of collaborative skills. The researchers state all students agreed that when they started to work in groups, they did not know to collaborate. They did not know how, I'm sorry, to collaborate effectively. Their lack of collaborative collaborative skills, such as accepting opposing viewpoints, giving elaborate explanations, providing and receiving help and negotiating prevented them from working productively in groups. The second obstacle was free writing, which refers to when some peers contribute more while others work less or not at all. The third obstacle was competence status. Students reported that high status students in their learning groups were generally believed to be active, competent, or senior. They were often influential members whose ideas were mostly accepted by the majority of their fellow group members without dispute. Therefore, they tended to underestimate the intellectual capacities of low status members, thus dominating the group. The final obstacle reported by students was surprisingly friendship. They described that feelings of friendship in the group sometimes inhibited 
them from working seriously and constructing good arguments. Another detrimental effect of friendship in groups was students off task behaviors without taking time management and group planning into into consideration. So what can we do to combat these obstacles? In the chart, I have a few suggestions. Teachers incorporate discussion language more throughout the day. Frequently encourage the language and vocabulary students should be using. So that's that I agree and I disagree. So on and so forth. Choose groups with similar academic levels. Create roles or duties for members. This ensures that everyone has an active part in the collaboration activity. Let's go to the next motivational engagement support, which is competence support. There's a lot of research that suggests scaffolding improves student achievement. Scaffolding refers to assisting a child in a way that enables the child to complete a task or a goal uh, that would normally be challenging for the student. This is kind of what Vygotsky's zone of proximal development is talking about, that that doable challenge. So what can we do? We can differentiate assignments of or member duties. We can frequently check in with students. We can guide students and don't give them answers. Moving on to the next motivational engagement support, which is providing choice. According to Baymar and Thompson studies and other similar similar studies, many teachers already know um, that choice is important in the classroom. However, teachers, you should be aware of the detrimental effects of choice as well. One of the main detrimental effects of choice is choice overload, which simply means having too many options. This may cause some of your students to feel overwhelmed and may freeze. So to combat this, research suggests that we limit choices down to two to four, with three being a sweet spot. Research also suggests that teachers understand student interests to reduce choice dissatisfaction. And for our final motivational engagement support, which is fostering value. This one is a little bit more on you teachers because you know your students the most and what they value and what they find important. Peter Drucker, who wrote the book, The Five Most Important Questions, stated that to change an organization, one of the most important questions that you should ask is, what do your customers value? And for one, you have to know your customers. In the classroom, we consider the customers to be the students. So teachers, ask them bluntly, what do they value? What do they find important? How is the content or topic relevant to them? And that will create some meaning for the content, give them a real world application. So I'm challenging you all to commit to just implementing one thing, one of these tasks in your classroom to increase motivation on the Patreon. I also have some references that I use to dive into this topic. All right. Love and respect. You're doing your absolute best. Big teach. There it is.